0: So, what you have to do is, you have to clean or heal that place and accidents will stop happening. So, that's why I said it is not limited to physical, physical body only. You can heal anything and everything. You have to change your frequency. You know, you must have heard the word vibrations. So, how do you change the vibrations? First, you have to, one concept is that you get healings done from a healer, you know. The healer will channel the energy to your system. Another concept is that you learn and do self-healing, do meditation and certain practices. So it is very very important to you know balance the energy of your system, of your chakras and aura. That will again come from the daily practices or daily or you know certain level of practices only. And when spirituality becomes way of life, you become patient. And tolerate, you know, you can tolerate everything.
1: So first off, I want to welcome you, Pooja. I want to welcome everyone who's tuning in. And I want to welcome, you know, the world uh, to the heart to core channel, which is a space where we're really stepping into our heart space, digging into the um, core, uh, into the profound concepts of ourselves, and really stepping into that experience of realizing our true potential. Pooja, thank you for joining. Uh,
0: thank you so much for having me on your channel. and uh, I really appreciate your effort. And I also welcome all the audience who are watching or who could be watching in future about this interview and the concept of energy healing so thank you everyone for joining us so my name is Pooja Bisht, and i am living in new delhi india currently i am working from delhi only and but i do provide distance healing worldwide so i have completed my graduation from delhi university previously also i was uh, studying in in delhi only after completing my graduation i was doing a job private job and then I started doing my own business of diamond jewelry, which I continued for almost eight years, but during, because of some, uh, some situations I had to discontinue, uh, that business, I had to shut that business. Then somebody introduced me, uh, for my own physical issues. Like I had, you know, small back pain issue during that time when I was shutting my business. So I had gone for, I'm not into too much of medicines actually. And I really wanted to try something unconventional. So one of our family member introduced me to this energy healing. Uh, my sister took me to one of the healer, who is a very senior healer. And she uh, gave me one healing session, which was amazing session. And I could feel the difference in my pain, which was immediately reduced like you know almost 70% pain reduced in just one session so i continued the healing session for like few days i was continuously going and taking the session and following all the instructions whatever instructions were given to me during the healing sessions so that's how i got to know about energy healing so i was curious about how this healing is working without even touching without giving any medicine And uh, you know, the crystals they were using, I was very curious about how they use crystal to heal, you know, channel the energies. So I went there to, because they have courses also. So I did foundation course, which is a level one course, which was amazing. And I got to know how people can be healed without any kind of medicine and without touching the physical body. So I did my level one course. And then I continued learning it. I, did, I have done almost 18 to 20 courses in this whole system. And I know total four modalities, which is energy healing. One is Reiki, which I did level one and two. Then I did this yoga prana vidya healing system, which, is, uh, which I'm um, majorly practicing it on myself and my family members and my clients. Then I also did angel healing, which is connected with angels. Like you have to invoke for the angels and they invoke for the blessings and healings from the angels. And they channel the energy through you. Then I did divine healing hands, which is a master shah's healing modality. So I know total four modalities, but majorly I am practicing yoga pranavidya healing system plus combined with reiki system. So I have been practicing this for more than nine years. In fact, it is going to be 10 years in March, 2021. I have been channeling the energies to people and animals sometimes and for relationship, for finances. And energy healing is not limited to physical body. You have to understand that. You can heal anything and everything. Any object, if there is a negative energy in any object, you feel, you know, sometimes we feel... There is something wrong in, you know, you go and sit and at the sofa or you go sit in the bed, you find, you know, there is some discomfort psychologically. You feel there is some discomfort. You can't, you can't find out the difference. So what we have to understand is it's not only the physical body, which we are just, we are here to heal or channel the energy. You can remove any kind of negative energy from anywhere. It could be a place, it could be animal, it could be a relationship, it could be your finances, it could be your job, it could be anything. Because everything is basically energy. It is, the object may not have anything in that, but there is energy which is connected with people. So you just have to learn to channel the energies to everywhere. For example, uh, physical body is one thing. Psychological issues are one thing, you know, that is connected with phys- human, human beings, but there are places, you know, accidents keep on happening one time, twice, thrice, fourth or maybe more than that. So what you have to do is you have to clean or heal that place and accidents will stop happening. So that's why I said it is not limited to physical, physical body only. You can heal anything and everything.
1: Thanks for the context, uh, Pooja. I, I actually, I'm always going to resonate with uh, subject matters like this. Again, I um, actually stepped into the energy healing world, I want to say about a couple years ago. What really provides the opportunity to explore these notions and allow things to unfold for new learnings, such as energy healing for me was uh, you know experiencing breakdowns, right? I think that's what I have sort of came to find out about energy healing work because I've tried other multiple um, disciplines to, you know, allow me to um, heal my, my situation. And so I just came across energy healing. I reached out to practitioners. I got intrigued. I began studying it. And then that led from one thing to another, the more I work on myself, the more I try to say, be a better person in in, in and of itself, the more I can detect when things are a bit off. Right. So um, I think that's very important
0: you have to change your frequency. You know, you must have heard the word vibrations. So how do you change the vibrations? First you have to, one concept is that you get healings done from a healer. You know, the healer will channel the energy to your system. Another concept is that you learn and do self healing, do meditation and certain practices. And it is not only energy healing which changes your frequency or vibrations. What you eat, how you eat and what kind of food you're taking, how often you're doing proper breathing exercise, how much you do physical exercise, how you're thinking, what you're thinking about people, how you're feeling about yourself, how you're feeling about others, how your relationships are. Everything is going to change your frequency from waking up in the morning to going to the sleep and in the dreams. Everything is, you know, frequency is constantly changing. It is going up and down, up and down all the time. Uh, One single thought can raise your vibration and one negative thought could take you down. And ultimately, it is going to affect your physical body. When physical body is not all right, it is going to affect next thing. It could be your finances, it could be your relationship. Obviously, your physical body is not functioning properly. So you will not be able to go to the work. If you're not able to to go to the work, you know how many times you can take off. You will take off for one day, two days, five days, one week. Then if you are continuously taking off, it is going to affect your work life, professional life. Then it is going to affect your finances. When there, there are no finances, people are having problem in the relationship. So you have to understand that From waking up in the morning, you have to do something for your physical body every single day. If you are doing physical exercise, you know, even if it is 15 minutes physical exercise and five minutes breathing exercise, it is going to take you in long run. It is going to help you a lot. Those who are like, you know, like we, we as a healers, we work a lot on ourselves. Me, I work on myself for like two and a half hours to three hours every single day because I have to channel energies to people. If my own energies are not subtler, if my own frequency is going down, then I cannot channel energies to other people. So everything is affecting whatever I it is affecting me. It is going to affect my environment and the people around me. If you are having negative thoughts constantly, it is not just your own physical body, which is getting affected. You are radiating the same energy in your environment and people staying with you are going to get affected in long run for sure, because you're radiating all negative energy around you. People who don't know about energies, they have to basically understand once more, if you're sad, if you're not happy, if your physical body is not all right, it is not just you who's getting affected. The environment, the people around you, your kids, your children, your parents, your siblings, everything, your partner, everything is going to get affected in the long run.
1: The idea and the understanding, the comprehension of the person, the catalyst, you know, the healer, is that the concept of being ourselves a crystal, to be that catalyst of healing for others? you know, crystallizing our own being through uh, daily practices? Is that what it is? Is that like that sort of the purification process so that we can allow that positive ener- energy uh, to, to flow through us so that we can be that conduit uh, to heal others and situations?
0: Yes, correct. First, you know, I tell you how, uh, as, as a healer, how I practice my, my own thing. Physical First, we take salt water bath every single day. Uh, We combine salt water bath with some essential oils. On a regular basis, at least five days a week, I regularly take salt water bath, which cleanses not only my physical body, also my aura. Then the next step is like we do physical exercise for 15 minutes at least. Minimum 15 minutes and maximum, it could go to 45 minutes. Depending on different days, Then we have different kind of breathing exercises, which takes about five minutes to 12 minutes, or it could be 15 minutes. Then the next step is some more purification techniques, which are taught in our courses. Then followed by uh, basic meditation, which is a, a planetary peace meditation, which I practice in the morning every single day. Then followed by it could be some mantra chanting, or sometimes it is self healing, or it could be just you know uh, just uh, assimilation of energies. So there are different practices given in the uh, whole system which we pr- do it for self practice. Those who are just you know beginning to learn healing, they could just do five minute physical exercise, five minute breathing exercise, and twenty minutes meditation and they just they can just eliminate and assimilate the energies for beginners it is it could be it could go to half an hour to 40 minutes and those who are professional healers they have to work little more on themselves that is the only difference suppose a working woman who is going who has to go to the work at 8 o'clock in the morning may not have so much time so they could just do 5 minute physical exercise and 20 minutes meditation When they come back, they can again do, you know, small five minute breathing exercise, which will refresh them from the, uh, you know, uh, work stress. When you come back from office, you're exhausted. So you need something extra. You know, sometimes people take tea, coffee, rather than taking tea and coffee, they should do small five minute breathing exercise. They will, that will refresh your whole system that will cleanses your aura that cleanses your whole system, that increases the lungs capacity, that reduces the stress. So rather than, you know, uh, depending on um, other things like tea, coffee or, you know, soft drinks or anything else, just do five-minute breathing exercise, which is a deep abdominal breathing exercise or rhythmic yogic breathing, it is called. It takes five minutes. It is inhale, hold exhale hold it is a deep abdominal breathing exercise which we call it so like we take every day we are taking shower with the water and the soap physical exercise is also going to eliminate the you know the used up energy from your system that is very important because the rotation will increase the blood circulation in your system that is important then the next step is you do breathing exercise if you have more time on weekends, then you do meditations.
1: What about those individuals? You know, I I can speak through personal experiences. You know, um, of like now again, of my uh, growth and maturity, I begin to really realize that breathing and breathing practices is so important for day to day habits to raise our vibration, raise our frequencies, really raise that level of self-awareness. I'm asking for individuals who have experienced physical injuries. Again, I've um, just to put myself, you know, and in, 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 as an example, um, I've experienced a, a rib injury that kind of has impaired a little bit of my breathing. I've also, uh, you know, experienced a nose. So I had to have a deviated septum surgery to um, allow me to breathe better. However, with that in mind, I still have that obstruction. W- again, what are uh, other methods or practices that you would rec- recommend someone who suffers from like I- either a physical ailment, an injury? Is it just something that we have to like, work harder towards to again, to heal those um, injuries? Or w- what would you recommend?
0: For such issues, we need to regenerate that particular organ or the particular part. Regeneration is done through healings and to some ex- because obviously I would be channeling the energies if there is any severe issue. But as a, uh, as a client or as a patient, the person needs to do at least breathing exercise on a regular basis, because that is going to help you, you know, uh, increase your energy level, increase your lungs capacity, reduces your stress level, So the particular part would require a lot of regeneration because the cells may not be in functioning properly. The tissues may have broken. So everything in that particular part needs to be regenerated. But uh, when we do healing, when we channel the energy, we are not only focusing on that particular, for example, if it is only your forehead or or if it is only your heart or if it is your hand or your leg, we don't just focus on that particular part because everything is connected with your whole system. So we still need to do some different, uh, you know, different practices on the client, healing modality, may, uh, in healing modality, there are, diff- if you understand chakras, we heal all 11 major chakras in the system, whether it is small issue or a big issue. If we are uh, channeling the energy, into all the chakras the regeneration becomes easier because you you know the root cause could be something else you are having pain in this area or here or here but the uh, root cause could be something else root cause could be your your stress your root cause could be frustration from something or root cause could be you know from your childhood so we still need to figure it out by Uh, Sometimes by counselling, by talking to a client, at the same time simultaneously healing the person. Some of the chakras are uh, like gateway to higher consciousness, especially the heart chakra which is located in the centre of the chest and the crown chakra which is located at the centre of the head. It is a major entry point for divine energies. Other than those, these two chakras, we have multiple chakras. We have major 11 chakras, which we work upon um, while we heal any client. So uh, I'll give you an example like root chakra, which is located at the base of the spine. It controls your physical, uh, muscular and skeleton system at physical level. At psychological level, it con- if somebody is not happy, somebody is sad, somebody is, who's having major financial issues or somebody who is very violent and uh, somebody who is very lazy will have affected root chakra so the chakras are not only controlling your physical body they are controlling your finances and controlling your uh, psychological your state of mind i would say and you have to understand that 95%, 90, more than 90% cases, 90% issues comes from our psychosomatic basically. Psycho, I mean, you know, you understand that. What you are thinking is affecting your physical body. What you are feeling about others is going to affect your, your own physical body and your environment, which is in long run is going to affect your finances and relations, like I mentioned earlier also. So what you are thinking and what you're feeling is very, very important these days. Of course, what we are taking inside is important. It is a good idea to at least have one, you know, plant-based diet, one time at least. If, you know, there are a lot of organizations, they promote vegan diet and plant-based diet. It is a very good idea, basically. So not everyone can follow that, but of course, you should be including some fresh fruits and fresh vegetables into your diet. That is going to, you know, uh, strengthen your system.
1: This is uh, all wonderful breakdowns. And again, you gave uh, the notion of, uh, of the psychosomatic, right, idea that, you know, that a lot of it is, a lot of the psychological is definitely intertwined with the physical. So I highly recommend those who don't know of that um, a concept to really look it up what would you recommend again for someone like myself to say, Hey, I'm doing this practice, but uh, I'm still having trouble with showing compassion towards, t- towards others. Any, any uh, thoughts or, uh, you know, changed behaviors that you think I may possibly do to not only continue to build those daily practices, but also, you know, uh, gain that level of compassion, not only towards myself, to the situation and also to others.
0: I would, uh, I would recommend that it comes from practice. When you practice meditation on a regular basis, certain meditation, not every meditation, you know, every meditation is very, every meditation is different. Like you do silent meditation. It is going to activate some of your energy center or your chakras. Okay. The guided meditation, which we do, they open some of your chakras. Again, there are variety of uh, guided meditations. also. Okay. Then there is an instrumental meditation which makes you calm. Okay. But for awareness, it is it takes years of practice to you know become more aware of your thoughts, become aware of your emotions and your actions. So it takes time, but of course, everybody should start doing certain things, certain practices to increase the awareness because ultimately the Awareness comes when your chakra is functioning properly or, you know, it is open, functioning properly and sustained. It is, you know, opening is one thing. I could just do one healing and open your chakra today. But sustainance is important. So that will come when you do self-practices.
1: Of course, the hardest situations will call for the best, you know, level of compassion or whatnot.
0: So, uh, to become loving and compassionate, your heart chakra should be open, okay? Because compassion and love and mercy and all these high emotions come from the heart chakra. So your heart chakra should be open. So how to open heart chakra? The first step is, which is very simple step. You recall any happy event which brings smile on your face, okay? It could be anything. It could be, you know, when you look at a small child, you know, newborn child and you smile. Okay. Then next time is what you like, you know, there are situations, there are events which you really like. You, you want to recall it every time, you know, you're sitting idle and you're just before going to the sleep, you just keep on thinking about those happy events, you know. It could be your birthday celebration. It could be your, you know, wedding day of your wedding. It could be looking at a flower which brings, you know, immediate smile on your face. So you have to recall a happy moment and smile and focus on your heart chakra. If you want to become more compassionate towards other people, your crown chakra should be open. So crown chakra will be opened when you do selfless things for other people. It could be for animals, it could be for humans, or it could be for, you know, anything around. For that, again, you recall another happy moment and smile and crown chakra will be open to a certain degree that time. But when you keep on practicing this technique, you know, smile at your heart and smile at your crown, you slowly heart chakra will start blooming up. And then those who have time, They could practice planetary peace meditation, which opens your heart chakra, this opens your crown chakra, which will make you loving, compassionate, you will become more open, your stress level will reduce, you become more compassionate, you show mercy on other people, you can forgive other people easily, you can bless people. and In the, when you're about to end this meditation, you're also rooted on your basic chakra or the root chakra will also be strengthened. If anybody wants to learn this meditation, I can always teach them virtually. It is a very basic 20 minutes meditation, which we introduce in the level one foundation course. So that can be, you know, that can be spread out to anybody who's 14 years and above can practice this meditation.
1: The way I see opening my heart chakras, for one, I almost see it as tending a garden, right? So sometimes we have to, and some people will say like, no, there's no need to, um, you know, remove the bad weeds of a garden, right, just let them flourish, let let them do their thing, because, you know, we're all interconnected, we're all one. The way I like to think of it sometimes, because, you know, again, my my, my father, uh, you know, he was a, a professional, you know, uh, uh, he worked at a nursery, so, you know, he taught me a little bit about plants and things like that, so when I think of the heart and the heart chakra, you know, it's I think of it as, you know, sometimes I have, we have to tend that garden, because if the garden is, is left untend, you know, you'll just see a bunch of you know, some people would call it bad roots grow out of that or whatnot. So uh, that's one example of how I can simplify uh, the breakdown is like, sometimes we have to tend to that garden and then plant new seeds. You know, it can be a seed of love and things of that nature to, you know, let it, like you mentioned, let it flourish. And then it'll allow for it to become more colorful in a sense. Right. And so going back to the simplistic ideas of like, for those that really haven't taken a deeper dive into you know, energy healing and these concepts, um, you know, I'd like to also get playful with how I can retain that information right so when I think of the chakras and what I'm eating right I I think of like okay well you know the yellow is uh uh it's the solar plexus chakras so what I can do is I can eat more banana to you know give myself sort of a level of self-empowerment and things of that nature so that's how I begin to incorporate all of these elements into you know one simplistic idea whether it's diet or whether it's you know exercise or things of that nature uh, you know, if I uh, think of the color yellow, I think of the sun. So I, that will give me a simple idea of like, oh, maybe I should go outside more and connect with nature, or connect with the sun or to really see it as, you know, oh, the sun is uh, one element that's free nowadays you know we see these concepts of uh, renewable energy and plugging to a specific type of source well that's a free source that we can all go out and just you know simply plug into right by a daily walk walking is meditative and things of that nature so that's how I kind of see things you know again just to simplify it for those that really don't know where to begin or really don't or haven't taken a, a deeper dive or aren't you know haven't reached that level of expertise I like to just kind of you know break it down in that in that sense
0: obviously everything is connected with us sunlight is very very important to us if you can just go for you know once a week if you can go and go for sunset watching a sunset that will also you know open some of your chakras so you know whatever makes you feel happy you should always do that it could be small thing sitting in the sitting in the house and watching a nice you know inspirational movie or you know any documentary or anything which brings smile on your face is very very important in life so because that will keep your heart chakra open when you when your heart chakra is open you're always in higher emotions so there are lower emotions and there are higher emotions when you're in always in higher emotion you will always be loving and compassionate
1: so can you reflect on a moment of when you, again, reach that level of realization that sparked you to really explore what what we've been talking about, that field of, uh, you know, of opening the uh, crown chakra and really, you know, allowing that divine sort of flow to flow through you so that to enable you to step into the field of, again, servitude, healing, human development. Uh, Can you describe the shift and the steps that you took to go on this path of uh, healing yourself and others?
0: Yeah. After, uh, after I completed some of my courses, like, you know, I was eager to learn what is the next step, you know, learning healing is one thing. And I was doing self healing. I was feeling, you know, very great about it. So every day I would meditate and I was connected. I could see, you know, I would, I had a lot of visuals. So every time I would meditate, I had different visuals. So, every time when you are when you're connected, when you come back after meditation, then you want to know what is the next step. What is, it's not just meditation which we are practicing. There are different frequencies like I talked about. So, I wanted to raise my vibration to different levels every time I would meditate. So, after a few years of practice, you know, um, we have a kind of spiritual home in a different state of India, where I stayed for one year, complete one year for digital detox. Like we had a different schedule from my morning six o'clock to evening, 10 o'clock in the evening, we had a schedule where we practiced dinner in a group and the energy level has completely changed in that particular, you know, one year. So after when I completed my five years in this modality, which is Yoga Pranavidya healing system and Arhat Yoga, which we call it. So after you complete certain, you know, certain degree, your aura should be like that, your chakra should be like that, and you should be a practitioner and you should be you know practicing regular basis. Then they ask you to upgrade yourself, your knowledge, your aura, your chakras they give you the opportunity to upgrade yourself and stay in the spiritual home for like one year. So I stayed there for one year where I completely, you know, like completely changed my life in one, the whole one year. It is a completely detox where we were not using the mobile phone, no TV, no entertainment, only and only studies. Theosophy, study of theosophy, the spiritual practices, meditation and the whole, you know, uh, following the system there. So it was a great breakdown for me also, you know, because practicing in cities is different and staying away and staying in the spiritual home and collecting all the knowledge, which can change your life further, because this is not limited to energy healing, you know? we are just talking about energy healing at the moment but the next step of energy healing is spirituality so it becomes way of life once you are you know full time completely into this you know you're working for yourself uh, you you know you are healing other people you are channeling the energy to channel the energy uh, at different level is possible when you do spiritual practices spiritual practices again start from the meditation itself you have to do meditation you do raise your consciousness, you raise your vibrations, your aura would be, you know, would start expanding. I would say your aura, aura starts expanding. Your chakras are in the size, they become double, triple when you are practicing regular basis, the higher meditation, which we call it. So, uh, for me, it was a great breakdown when I stayed there for one year. In the whole, you know, the whole one year. We were like 20 people in the group doing same practices every single day, so that raised my vibrations to a very different degree, which opened different chakras, which are not, uh, you know, discussed in the you know uh, lot of spiritual schools. So they're not open, maybe you know, uh, they're not open to public maybe at the moment. So for that, you need to become, you know, comp- regular practitioner. I would say.
1: Technology is important. You know, I can leverage technology to connect with like-minded individuals. On the other hand, I think it's very important to have that level of digital detox. So that's, I think, that's very important. A lot of individuals will hear your story and say, "Well, I, I, I just simply can't," or they think they can't really disconnect for for a year and go with a cohort and explore that level of of spirituality or, you know, that level of practice because. It can be a a level of discipline that people aren't used to.
0: If you you are not able to get into meditation schedule on a regular basis, you can just do half an hour silent. Don't speak for half, half an hour to one hour to two hours. Whatever is convenient for you. Just don't speak for some time. When you're not talking to some time, you're becoming aware of your thoughts and emotions that will also raise your vibrations. So that's a very good thing that like a lot of people practice it in uh, you know, those who know about this. So doing, this is also a meditation kind of. You switch off your phone, you don't watch TV at least for half an hour and don't speak to somebody for half an hour. That, become, that raises your vibrations. That, that will make you aware of everything going inside you. Your thoughts, your emotions, your physical body, your breath, everything. And those who are blessed, they have, uh, you know, they can go to the sea, sea uh, beach, on a regular basis. They could just walk at the beach, go and come back. That also cleanses your aura. So there are different tips I could give it to a lot of people. Like you know, cleansing aura is very very simple. You do physical exercise, your aura will be cleansed. You do walk at the beach or in the hills, your aura will be cleansed. You will be more, when you are walking, you are more rooted to the, you're, you know, you are rooted to the Mother Earth. So there are very small, small tips which can be discussed in different conversations. So the first tip is that you do walk or you do physical exercise and you, you know, you walk at the beach. That cleanses your aura
1: probably the most spiritual profound experiences have come from connecting with mother nature. You know, I love jogging on the beach bluffs. However, taking walks on the beach, like really removing my, uh, running sneakers and just taking walks. I, I, it's almost like I feel re-energized. Uh, I feel, um, a level of, of healing just by a simple act of, of that, of being on the beach and just walking and just just feeling that revitalization yeah right so right. that's that's a great point
0: it revitalizes your aura and the chakras and uh, those who can just swim in the sea once a week for 15 minutes would be more than enough for them to cleanse your chakras and aura
1: so describe your work with working with the aura can you see other people's auras i know this has been a topic that some people talk about certain people are gifted with that gift of seeing, you know, other people's colors or um, energy fields. Are you are you able to uh, note that in individuals?
0: Yes, um, I can see other people's aura when they are sitting in front of me, not from the distance. I can see their uh, colors and uh, where, uh, where the light is going, actually. If you have noticed, uh, you know, behind a lot of God's statues, which we see in the temples, in the church, and other places, other spiritual places, there's a small light behind their head. If you have noticed, you know, uh, that light is actually not just light, it is actually an aura, which is a God's aura, I would say. We teach people in the foundation course how to use this technique and how you can see your aura, how you can scan your aura, how you can scan your chakras and how you can use this technique further to heal yourself. Uh, when we teach people in the foundation course that, you know, this is where your chakra is located, this is how your aura looks like, but what is the validation? We scan and feel the energy of every chakra and the aura. and balances the energy the imbalance could be in one chakra or more than one chakras balance could be on upper aura or lower aura so how to balance it so this is the validation people can validate their energy level that how it is how it looks like in the head area how it looks like in the lower body how it looks like in the chakras this is very this is the technique which is given by our uh, teacher so we teach this technique in the level one course only. And not just this pillar technique. We also teach how you can not only heal your physical body, but other people also, those who are not present in the room or in the house with you. they could, You could heal anybody in any country or any city or anywhere in the world.
1: How important is it to really remain patient through all of this? Because I know we live in a society nowadays that we want and we would love immediate results, right? When working on any type of uh, situation or practice, can you just share more about the importance of cultivating chi and being patient with the process?
0: So it is very, very important to, you know, balance the energy of your system, of your chakras and aura. That will again come from the daily practices, or daily or you know, certain level of practices only. And when spirituality becomes way of life, you become patient and tolerant. You know you can tolerate everything. A small incidence to big incidents, you could tolerate. So this is also, again, I say, you, know, connected with your heart chakra, patience and tolerance and awareness. They all come from the heart chakra. So to open heart chakra, it is the one step which we discussed earlier was the, you recall a happy moment. Then the next step is that you let go. You forgive others. You for, seek forgiveness from other people. You know, it is not only, forgiveness is not only, you know, one-sided. Grudges we keep and the, you know, the other person may also have got hurt. So it is important that you let go. Cut the connection, cut the negative connection between you and the other person and your heart chakra will start blooming up. Then the next step is that you do selfless help to others. It could be, you know, half an hour going to somebody and helping somebody. It could be just listening to somebody who's in pain, who needs somebody to, you know, listen to his story. Then the next step, ultimate step is that you do some donations to charitable and charitable and spiritual institutes. In every spiritual schools, it says that you should be doing 10% of your net income donation to the spiritual schools. You start with something at least. If you can't do 10, if you think 10% is too much at the moment, you do start doing some, you know, it could be, you know, $10, it could be $20, whatever is convenient for you at the moment. Because those who need money, they have to understand this law of cycle that whatever you give, it is going to come back to you, multiply. So if you want money, you have to give money and it will come back to you. When you forgive others, your mistakes will be forgiven. When you heal other people, you you will also get, you know, you will have entitlement to receive healing from other people. When you bless other people, when you keep other people in your prayers, you will also be blessed. So it is a law of nature. So whatever you give it to other people, whatever you give it to the environment, to the nature, to the society, to animals, it is going to come back to you ultimately. And that is what is going to make you more spiritual and upgrade yourself.
1: Yeah, those are all wonderful points. I think the essence of stepping into that, again, that position of helping others, I think that's one thing that I'm exploring at the moment, just trying to, you know, volunteer more and really seek my own connection with, with human beings. That's the reason why I'm developing these practices is to do that more often. And the two, again, the tithing part, definitely. I, yeah, I'm, uh, that's very, very important. And again, I, a lot of this practice comes to really being in the moments. But um, if you can give words of wisdom to your past self, uh, anything you'd like to say to your future self, and also like, what are you doing to just keep you in the now?
0: To my past self, I would say, you know, uh, stop multitasking first, because when we are doing multitasking, we are not, we, I don't think, not everyone can perform every task perfectly that if you're doing multitasking. So you have to stop doing multitasking and be in the present moment. How to be in the present moment? When you, you know, one of your chakra, which is, you know, your navel chakra, especially, when it is highly, you know, it is properly activated and energized. When there is a full awareness, you are in the present moment. When you are in the present moment, you can create better future. So how to create better future for yourself? You know, a lot of people, especially in this uh, lockdown and this uh, COVID, mostly people had financial issues and health issues. So uh, to resolve your financial issues for the future, it is important that you do 30% of your savings, you know, every month. 10% donation and 30% savings, if you can do, you can never go wrong. You can never go wrong in life. That will not only save your future, that will also, you know, you know activate and balances some of your chakras. Because like I said, everything is connected with your chakras. It is a habit. You have to train your mind to first be in the present moment, do certain things. Like, you know, it's not just only about doing uh, these things for spiritual people. This is for every single person that you do 10% donation or 30% saving. If you are doing 30% saving, your finances are going to be all right. You can become financially independent. When you become financially independent before your retirement age, then you don't have to worry about your health may be all right by that time. So uh, doing certain certain things for your physical body and doing certain things for your your future will make you a a successful life.
1: If, If anyone can get any type of advice for establishing those levels of, of success. I think you just, in a nutshell, you just gave like the perfect breakdown. Do you have any re- tools, resources, books, music, films that you recommend for viewers um, at the current moment?
0: I have seen a lot of, uh, you know, movies from Hol- uh, one or two movies. I have seen it from Hollywood, which are really nice. One of them, one of my favorite movies, like Pursuit of Happiness, which is a very good movie, and uh, somebody because I'm from India, I am really a, a good fan of Bollywood. So there are a few movies which I would really want you know uh, people from other countries to watch, which is a uh, Chhoday India, uh, which is Bhag Milka Bhag, and there are all, some more movies uh, uh, are there where which are very extremely inspirational movies which can actually you know, uh, let you go in the right direction that will, you know, ex- you can explore a lot of things by watching those movies. You know, how you can pursue your, you know, your passion, you, how your small ha- you know, hobby can become your passion and your profession. So my advice to other people is do something which makes you happy. You know, a lot of people are doing jobs under stress because their lifestyle is like that. They have made their lifestyle like that. Because, and then people are getting stressed. They don't want to go to the office. Why they don't want to go to offices? Because they are doing things under pressure. One thing is, either you do things with choice. You choose to do things. If you are going to the office at 9 o'clock, you are supposed to reach 9 o'clock, then choose to do things, you know. When you choose to do things, your stress level will automatically reduce. Another thing is that you follow your heart. What makes you happy? Do that. If you are following your heart, you will automatically be in the right profession. If you are taking some profession because of under family stress, because of society stress, that is not going to take you anywhere. So follow your heart and choose to do things i mean you can actually affirm that i choose to go to the office when you do this affirmation on a regular basis i can assure you that you will be happy going to the office for the rest of your life
1: that is such a wonderful uh, sound bite that i think we all need to hear i think the yeah. choosing part for me it's shifting my perspective and then choosing and again establishing those daily habits and practices so that i can choose to go to work and enjoy what i do and then also eventually, you know, step into that, the next work that I, you know, that really fills, fills my heart and fills my cup. Yeah. Any um, call to action for any members viewing, uh, you know, where, where can people follow your work?
0: My website name is www.thehealingpowerwithin.in. All my social media links are also there. My uh, contact mobile number is also there in case they want to contact me, they can contact me through these channels.
1: Any uh, last words of advice, uh, tips, uh, just anything you want to say to our uh, audience?
0: I would suggest, I would advise everyone to open your heart. Open your heart to everything, to your family, to yourself first. So you have self-love for yourself, have love for your family, have love for, you know, animals, And uh, don't be cruel to them, and uh, have love for the nature. Just all these natural calamities are happening because of not being, because of our lifestyle, because of the way we think and feel, because of what we are taking inside, weight, thought, emotions, or food. So everything is all these calamities are happening because of own of our own lifestyles. So open your heart, have self love, have love for others.